Welcome to the Buzz with Bobby. This is a podcast where we get to know business owners, community leaders, and chamber members a little bit better. As you know, I always say, people do business with people they know and trust. And today, you're going to get to know a little more about our guest. So let's get started. So Karen, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Bobby. Um, This is Karen Drellick from Rejuvenations Professional Massage, located over at One Hampton Road, uh, Suite 304. And um, that's right here in Exeter. So that's right here in Exeter. Uh, for those who of you who know Exeter, that's actually the old um, courthouse. Yep, and it's just in the same building uh, where Access Sports Medicine is. So we're right upstairs from them. That's, that's great. It, it's a great location. Plenty of parking. Perfect. So let's get started. I'm going to ask my first question. All righty. Is your full given name? For the business is Rejuvenations Professional Massage. What is your? My you, Karen. Me. Okay. My full name is Karen Ann uh, Initial F Drellick. Nice. Where'd you grow up? Where were you born? I was born in Exeter, New Hampshire, and I grew up in Kingston, New Hampshire. So you're a local girl. I am a local girl. Yes. That is awesome. Yes. You. I think you you might be the first native. Really? Well, yep. Yes. Yep. Sanborn High School. Wow. <laughs> nice. Now, what are your your parents' given names? What's your dad's given name? My dad's name is Robert Fairbrother, and he grew up in Amesbury. And my mom's name, uh, given name, was Rita Lamont, and she grew up in Rutland, Vermont. A Vermont girl? A Vermont girl. Oh my gosh, we have something in common. There we go. (laughs) Maybe we're related, Bobby, I don't know. (laughs) You never know, it's a small world. It is a small world. What is your mom's um, maiden name? Lamont. Oh my gosh, yes. That's a good, that's a good Vermont name. Yep. Absolutely. Um, what is your father's heritage? My, my father's heritage, uh, French Canadian. In your household growing up? Um, my brothers and I always got along. I, uh, I was in the morning for morning routine. I didn't mind taking, getting ready last because that means I could stay in my bed the longest. So <laughs> I have never been an early riser, which is great that we're doing this at 10 o'clock. Um, but it, we had a pretty normal upbringing. Mom and dad always got along. They've been happily married now for uh, going on 56 years in April. Wow. So yeah, we, it's, it, was, it was fun. We had a lot of fun growing up. Did you grow up in the country? Did you live um, where? We, well, like I said, we grew up in Kingston. Um, so that's country. If that's country-ish, yeah. yeah. Right on North Road, which used to be North Danville Road in Kingston. Nice, nice. Had dinner at five o'clock. Tell me um, where you went to school. I went to school at Sanborn High School, um, Bakey School. 
Uh, one of my fondest memories of elementary school was walking from the schoolhouse over to downtown uh, library with the class and, you know, going to listen to story time at the library. It was such a beautiful building. Oh, that's so nice. Where'd you go to high school? You said you, uh, that's uh, Sanborn was high school. Yeah, Sanborn High School. Yep. And did you, did you go to college? I did. I went uh, to Claremont, New Hampshire, um, which was then vocational colleges, now community colleges, and uh, received my associate's degree in uh, physical therapy. So before I was a massage therapist, I was a physical therapist for uh, 14 years. Wow. Now, where yeah. did you do that? Did you, were you stay, did you stay local for that? Yeah, I was, I was at uh, Portsmouth Hospital pretty much the majority of that time. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Good for you. That's awesome. So was your first job, your very first job, what was your very first job? My very first job was a bus girl at the 1686 house in Kingston. Did you take away from that job, your very first job? And <laughs> that I didn't want to work in restaurants. <laughs> what, and, and, and that you brought to your current, where you are today. What did it bring to my current job? Yeah. What did you um, take away from it that, that you utilize in your current position? The, I, I think what it gave to my current job as well as all of my jobs was just my work ethic um, because the owners uh, of the 1686 house were very uh, um, just driven, Greek driven owners, uh, you know, running around making sure everything was perfect and getting everything done and that even though I did not like the hustle of uh, restaurant life I did appreciate um the work and effort that it it took so I think everyone should have to work in the restaurant business at least once at least once at least once I must say I probably only lasted two or three months at best <laughs> it's a lot but I did it it's hard work and it is hard you, work you get to appreciate how hard it is and and the personalities that you have to deal with, the chefs and the other wait staff and the clients. So um, I think it's a really good learning um, yeah. yep. that you can bring, certainly bring to any, any job for sure. Correct. What was it that um, attracted you to physical therapy? I've always been interested in the healthcare field. And so when I was in high school, I went to what is now the SST. Yeah. Um, yep, and back then it was called the VOTEC, but um, now it's the SST for the health occupations class. And honestly, it was a luck of the draw that got me interested in physical therapy. We had, uh, our teacher had a list of different careers and we all had to draw a number. And from that number, you get to pick which career you wanted to go job shadow. Oh my so, God. yeah. So the funny thing was, is I was second to last to pick. So the choices were physical therapy or dental hygienist and I did not want to pick people's teeth. So, <laughs> In 
into um, physical therapy. And then I had to go find a local physical therapist to job shadow. And I look, I didn't even know what physical therapy was. I was, I was 16 at the time. I looked up physical therapy in the phone book. I found Paul Heaps, who is now a, uh, he has been a physical therapist for a very long time in Exeter and has now retired. And he was my first mentor and he was an amazing, amazing teacher. And he taught me the love of physical therapy, of muscles, of all of it. He would be working on somebody and ask me at the age of 16, what muscles am I working on? And I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> and he'd say, go look it up. So I would have to go in and look up the muscles of the shoulder or the knee or whatever he was, he was working on. And then I would have to go back and tell him, okay, these are the muscles you're working on. And then he'd say, what are the origins and insertions of those muscles? <laughs> and I'd have to go look it up. And then he, what are the nerves that innervate those muscles? So every time I had an answer, he would have another question and I would have to go look it up. So, um, and, and interestingly enough, it was such a great opportunity for me back then because the way that worked for my junior and senior year of high school was um, I, I continued on as physical therapy was now definitely what I was interested in. And so for my senior year of high school, Paul actually um, uh, developed my final exam for health occupations. Oh, so that was completely oh, physical therapy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. So you knew when you were graduating from high school that you were going to go to physical therapy, get yes. a degree in that. Oh, yes. that's great. So I've always been, I was always goal interest, uh, motivated. Um, and, and interestingly enough, I actually met my husband while well, I was in high school as well. He was good friends with my, my brother, Bob. And so I don't have anything like silly or exciting in my what what are my future goals it was I'm going to marry Joel Drellick and I'm going to become a physical therapist <laughs> and they both came true <laughs> I, like I like it so um it sounds like he's an older man my husband yes yes <laughs> he's four years older than I am um which back when I was 17 was a, a little bit dicey for my parents, I think, but because he was a very good friend of the family and of Bob's, it was okay that at the 17, I was dating a 21 year old. <laughs> I, love I love it. Well, we're gonna get to him a little bit later, but okay. how did physical therapy get to Rejuvenation's professional massage? So as I said, I initially went to college to be a PT assistant. Interestingly enough, um, back when I was graduating, if you were in a vocational, if you were in the Votech, um, you had to go to a vocation, you had to go to a vocational college. Unlike today, where if you go to the SST, it's very college driven. You didn't, they didn't say, well, you took voc classes, so now you have to go to a, a voc school. So um, I was sort of limited by that as far as the um, counselor, high school counselors were concerned. So I went to my two-year college and um, I was told it'd be easy to transfer over to uh, physical, th for, for a, a bachelor's degree or a master's degree. And that wasn't quite the case because of 
the transferring the credits over from a vocation vocational school to a college level okay wasn't all that great so um after 13 14 years of physical therapy i sort of hit the top rung of my ladder as a pt assistant and i knew i needed to make a change and my kids were little at the time i have a um a, a son and a daughter michael's two years older than jen and so at the time i i didn't want to have their childhood spent with me in college mm -hmm. and when I, I was working on a patient who had frozen shoulder and at the time when it was time to discharge him I told him he really needed to find a good massage therapist and so he went and he got a massage and at that point when he got a massage he said the massage therapist spent about 10 minutes on his shoulder because he got a full body massage. And so it wasn't common practice back then to have a massage just on the shoulder because back then everything, uh, and this was probably around 90, 98, everything was very spa oriented. And so it was the whole relaxation experience and not so much therapeutic. And that was frustrating for him as a, as a patient of mine. That was frustrating for me as a, as a therapist. And he said, why don't you become a massage therapist? Then I can keep seeing you. And that was my light bulb moment. And I said, well, why don't I? <laughs> and so I, um, I went to school. I went to night school while I was working physical therapy during the day. Um, I was, we, it, we made a little bit of sacrifices back then to make it happen. I sold my new vehicle. I bought basically like a college clunker again. And uh, I, that's how I paid for school was selling off my car, paid for school, went back to kind of uh, this disastrous white Subaru. <laughs> the, um, that yeah, was a little bit questionable. <laughs> Well, remember that car and why you why you got it exactly exactly uh so yes that's that's how why and how i went to um massage school because a client a, a patient said to me why don't you become a massage therapist then i can keep seeing you and that has always stuck with me as to the type of massage that i do why i do rehab massage all of that um Again, very driven. I, I get my sights on something and I'm like, this is this is how it's gonna be. This is where we're going. I love that. I love that. So when you came out of um, massage uh, therapy school, did you start rejuvenations or did you? Yes. You did, so it started then. Yes, and I actually went with two plans. I, I had two business models in mind. I was either going to do chair massage uh, at a corporate level and work on um, going in and teaching businesses about uh, proper ergonomics and things like that while I did chair massage, or I was going to open up a, um, you know, a, a office and, and do table massage and such. And the reason why it went with table massage is because it was very difficult getting into, um, into corporate offices. You, they would invite me in for a a health and wellness day, or this is very, you know, and I had the whole model of why this decreases uh, workers' comp claims, how it improves 
um, employee morale and work and it just never took off. So I, you know, I, I set off with two roads and figured go with the easier path and that's what I did. Well, it sounds like it was a pretty good choice. Yes. Around yes. How many years now? 21. I would say it was probably a pretty good choice. <laughs> yes. And you still love it and, and you still have, uh, does that gentleman still see you? I, actually, he never saw me as a, as a massage client. <laughs> he planted the seed and then that was that. <laughs> <laughs> I discharged him from physical therapy and I have never even seen him again. <laughs> but I thank him. I thank him every every time I think of him. So, because it did, he was the catalyst to put to rejuvenations, really. That is so funny. That is so funny. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about your life today. Okay. Um, we obviously know that you're married. Yes. And tell me your husband's name. Joel. Joel. And you have how many children? Two kids, Michael and Jen. And they're all grown up. They're all grown up. And do they live local? They do live local. Um, they're both close enough where I, they, and they both, my son has, uh, and his wife have a son. And actually Sarah Drellick is one of my therapists. So she, we work together. No. Sort of. She works on Mondays and Tuesdays and um, she works Mondays and Tuesdays because those are my days off. So on Mondays and Tuesdays, I watch all three of my grandchildren. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, there's nothing like grandchildren. Uh, yeah. They're the best. They are the yes. best. So you have three grandchildren. How old are they? Uh, my grand, my my daughters, uh, kids Emily and Jackson. Emily's four and Jackson's 15 months. And then Michael and Sarah's son, Rowan, is uh, 16 months. You have the boys are six, six weeks apart. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. that's a handful. Uh, that is a handful. Good for you. Tuesdays are my quieter days. The, 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 the fun chaos does not start until later on in the day. So this is why we have a nice quiet moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> what town do you live in right now? I live in Barrington. Oh, nice. That's yeah. That's a little bit of a commute though. A little bit. I'm on the Lee side, uh, Nottingham Lee side of Barrington. So it's about 35 minutes. It's not bad. Nice. Karen, um, where do you see yourself in 10 years, personally and professionally? Personally and professionally. Well, I do see rejuvenation still being around 10 years from now. I, um, we are still continuing along that path of therapeutic services, which is awesome. We just uh, recently added acupuncture services to our practice. And I, as far as professionally, I still see rejuvenations growing down that path of being able to provide quality therapeutic care for people who have finished up with something like physical therapy. We also work in conjunction with physical therapy just to you know, offer the best, our goal and our passion and, um, and I'm very selective with who I hire. So all of my employees have the same passion that I do is to doing the absolute best and helping our clients be their absolute best. And so I still see the business going down that path 
Um, we have a lot of things kind of in the works right now of uh, making our, our um, services more accessible um, by offering uh, workers' comp care, by offering care uh, in, a, in affiliation with the VA. So those are some things that we're working towards. We're not there yet, but we're working towards nice. the VA part. We are, are currently accepting workers' comp people. So I just still, I see us growing and being a part of the Exeter area community. And um, I've always been really involved in the community because as um, I look at healthcare as not just the care of, you can take care of a person, but if you take care of a community, you're also supporting that person by supporting the community. So that's why, that's why the chamber is a no-brainer for me because a healthy community creates healthy people. So, um, and myself personally in 10 years, I might semi-retire around that time, but I still don't see myself retiring fully as of yet. <laughs> it's such a hard thing to think about, isn't it? I know, I, I just can't wrap my head around it. I, I might decrease my hours. I might become more, um, involved other ways such as outreach programs and community programs but uh, my hands are always going to be working on helping people I think. That's awesome. Well Karen I want to thank you. I'm going to wrap up this portion of our session. Um, I, just, I just want to thank you for um, your honest answers and um, I, I just I, I um, want to move on to our the questions that I ask every guest Okay. Um, the same 10 questions. And um, again, thank you. You're welcome. Well, our first question is, what's your favorite word? My, oh gosh, my favorite word is joy. I love that word. What is your least favorite word? Um, can't. You're the second person that said that. That is so fascinating <laughs> to me. What makes you just laugh out loud? My grandkids. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you on that one. What just breaks your heart, makes you so, so sad? Um, cancer. Ooh, I agree with you on that one too. What sound or noise do you love? Um, oh, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a toss up between uh, children laughing or um, uh, the sounds of, um, of moving water, like a babbling brook. This, those oh, two ooh, kind of equal. Very nice. Yeah, those are yeah. toss up. Yes, absolutely. What noise or sound just makes you absolutely crazy? Um, the sound of like, uh, like, cutting metal or on nails on a chalk or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that <makes sense. laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? If I was not, when I was looking at different careers, if I was not going to be a um, working in the health field anymore, I wanted to go into home decor. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, I like that. What profession would you not want to be any part of? Uh, again, food and restaurant. Yeah, food and... <laughs> <laughs> in the impression, I see. <laughs> I love 
stop. The last question is, Karen, what would you like your legacy to be? How would you like people to remember you? Or what would you like them to remember you most by? How would you like to be remembered? Um, ooh, that's a toughie. Um, that I was able to help in some small part, you know, that I was able to, to give a helping hand. I love that. Well, Karen, thank you very much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you again for having me. It was really fun. And I, I think that it was a great way for um, our podcast listeners to uh, learn about you in a very different way. And um, again, thank you. And I hope you have a really wonderful day. Yes, thank you. You as well. And I want to thank our sponsors for sponsoring our, uh, it's the Exeter Area Chamber that's sponsoring today. So thank you to our sponsors. And um, we will be signing off and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Bobby. The Chamber Buzz with Bobby is built and distributed through Anchor by Spotify. This podcast is produced by the Exeter Area Chamber of Commerce. To learn more about the Chamber, visit exeterarea.org.